Yes, Juan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I ended I up doing a shot. I had to. Yeah. What is it, Patron? We're going to call it Patron, okay? <laughs> you are listening to A Trip to India podcast, the podcast where women inspire women to dream big here today with me on this episode i have miss jasmine she is a hairstylist and an entrepreneur so i like to say that this is a safe place to celebrate all milestones if there's anything you feel like i left out that you want other people to know about you that you are also accomplished in let us know okay all right so what happened i said or i got it right or you got it right no you definitely got it right you definitely got it right Okay. You definitely got it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um we're gonna get to our break the ice portion. Okay. So I need you to give me three rounds of your two truths and a lie. Okay. And I'm gonna have so to you, guess it. You're gonna have to guess it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to guess which one is the lie. Okay, cool. All right, so uh for our first round. So I studied my cosmetology. Practice at Vidal Sassoon. I have two sisters. And my mom had me at the age of 18. Girl, why you have to hit me with it like that? Girl, it's (laughs) two truths and a lie. So which one do you think, India? I feel like I know the school you went to. Because then you... Yeah, didn't you go to um the name is about to go. It's a man name. Um Paul Mitchell. I did go to Paul Mitchell. <laughs> I did go to Paul Mitchell. <laughs> like, it's a man name. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. And that's really cool about your mom having me at 18. Yes, girl. My mama had me at the age of 18. Um, my father was 21. Mm. So they were young in love. They were young, young love. love. Young love, girl, young black love. <laughs> But they did an awesome job, you know, at the age that they were. So, yes, I did go to Paul Mitchell. I feel like I forgot, but you are the oldest. I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest grandchild. I'm the oldest daughter on. No, well, okay. So I'm the oldest daughter. And also I'm the oldest grandchild as well, too. Yep. Yep. Okay. I feel like we had that conversation before because I'm the two on my mom's side. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. It's cool being the oldest. So, round two. Alrighty. So, for the next one, um, I'm from Oakland, California. All right, oldest grandchild. On both <laughs> <sides>. <laughs> I am talking too much. I'm talking too much. It's the one. I love it. <laughs> right. And the only child on my dad's side. Where are you from? You should know where I'm from, India. Girl, my memory. <laughs> you should know where I'm from, India. I know you're from Chicago, India, where I'm from. India. I know, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so you are from Oakland. No, Atlanta. Am I from Oakland? Where are you? You got to help me out. <laughs> India, I'm from Oakland, California. Oldest <laughs> grandchild on both sides. The only child on my dad's side. See, that's what's throwing me off. It's the, the only child part on your dad's side. Are you not the only child? Which one do you think, India? Girlfriend. India! 
Starting out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So which one you want to take? <laughs> the lie. Mm-hmm. Shit is. I feel like I'm gonna get cursed out for this. Okay, <laughs> you're not from Oakland, California. You know me, bitch. You know me, bitch. You know me, from the Oakland, California. Right, I don't remember. You're not from the east side. You're right. not from the east side of California, like girl. You're not from Oakland. I want to go to Oakland. I but you know what's Oakland. funny though? What almost threw me off. You know, you never think about people's accents until some shit like this come up. So you said, Oakland, I'm like, damn, her accent don't really sound like Atlanta. But you know, I have that bubbly personality where people are like, are you from California? Yeah, yeah. I thought that when I first met you. From the east side. East side. Panola <laughs> Road. Okay. <laughs> okay but girl. I was about to slip up and tell you. That's why I was like, I'm the only, I'm the, I'm the oldest grandchild on both sides. I'm the only child on my dad. But that's why I had to keep my mouth closed. <laughs> okay. You caught it. You caught it. Cause I'm like, mm. I caught it. I caught it. It's not gonna feel right. Okay. Round okay. Three. So for the last round, um, I own a toy poodle. In my family, I'm Dominican and we are also half Cherokee. Wine is my favorite alcoholic beverage. So I feel like your dog is like a Yorkie or something like that. You really feel like my dog is a Yorkie? It's cute. It's like, that's not a Yorkie. It's like a toy poodle. You know what it is. You know exactly right. what my dog is. I know, is. I know. <laughs> but also, you know exactly what my dog is. I'm really, 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 really bad at like breeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm horrible at breeds, just like I'm horrible with cars. Really, girl? I can't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm really oh, okay. horrible with cars. Like, even though the logo be on the car, India, I'm getting better. But you know, like people get real specific sometimes. Yeah, I got better with that. Okay, you know, like them Dodges. Like I can't sometimes I can tell <laughs> if it's a Challenger Charger or some other. <laughs> if it's stuff. a Challenger Charger, it's, a it's one of them. That's, that's right. all I know. It's one of them that everybody like in Atlanta. That's all. It's one of them <laughs> hot cars that every nigga got. It's, it's one of them foreign. They pull the <laughs> the window down just a tad just to see right, if they can get the, the car. <laughs> okay, so I want to make sure that I got this breed right. So you did the breed right. I, I give you that. You did. You, you you got the toy poodle right. You got the toy. Okay, 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 okay. Because it's so cute. Thank <laughs> you. Then of course you drink a wine right now, so I'm like, hmm, maybe that is her favorite drink of choice. Mine is tequila. All the time. <laughs> Every day. No, I'm just playing. Night. Really. <laughs> you really not playing. You know when you're at the club together, girl. I know what we used to drink. I feel like I drink the most there. I like, did too. I, I was a too. functional. I was a functional person. alcoholic making that money. But poor right. if I wasn't making no money, I needed to be drunk. Yeah. I did. Or I needed that drunkness to make my money. You want another shot? Or whatever. Let's all do a shot together. Let's another all do a round of shots. Another Come on. Show. <laughs> Girl, that's how we got through it. We had to be drunk. We I really had don't to think that they ever had an era like that again since we like. No. Yeah. No, we we went back and it was completely different. Even granddad was like, y'all need to come back. Come back. He was like, y'all need to come. I was like, Mm-mm. you want to know who I did see, though, at Kale's Kitchen, girl? Yes. Jay. Yes. Tiffany? 
Janae. You know I do Tiffany's hair. Oh, Janae. Tiffany hair. Janae. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I look cute. Uh-huh. You know, I heard the accent. I heard the hard New York accent. I was like, you better come over here and give me a hug, babe. She was like, oh, my God. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, baby? What's up? Like, like girl. She was like, why are you at my brother's club no more? I was like, girl. No. You know, the tip out was starting to become what I was making. You know, we couldn't laugh on the clock. We couldn't talk on the clock. We couldn't eat on the clock. We couldn't drink on the clock. We couldn't talk to each other on the clock. Yeah, smoke was- on the clock. So guess what? I'm about to get on my own clock, okay? Yeah. I'm out. Because <laughs> I don't need to be on nobody else's clock. Before I, <laughs> before I go too deep into their business, I'ma just I'ma just Let, cut it right we here. We're on our own clock. Let's yeah, yeah, forget it. We not even yeah. Mm-mm. All right, that's a whole other <laughs> conversation outside of this. Uh uh-uh, uh. But to bring it on in, yes, I like yes. to do this before I go into the topic. I like to remind my listeners for why I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I started it because I wanted to create a safe place where women can just feel inspired get some ideas get some tips on either the career they're thinking about being into or a career they're Mm -hmm. struggling in so I just want to bring in women who I've been watching and continue to watch from afar but they don't know um (laughs) (laughs) who are actually in their careers just so they can share their testimony and encourage other women and drop in some gems and stuff like that absolutely absolutely girl you know i'm so proud of you we we talked about this remember we used to sit up and talk about this all type of we talked about this girl like we talked about this we in there hustling but you know i used to be very 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 proud of you because you were like 22 when you got your first studio i was exactly you were yeah i had how old was i because my aunt had passed so yeah i was 22 Mm -hmm. i was yeah i know i remember it was so significant to me because i was just a little bit older and i was like damn i wasn't even thinking like this i was still like throwing ideas around on what I wanted to do. I was in my wondering mm-hmm. stage, but it was starting to get narrowed down into knowing that I was going to do a show or a podcast. Well, or but India, I, I feel as if you, you were, you were on it though, sis. You were, you know, I always told you, you were a great communicator, a great communicator. <laughs> you always wanted to go by what was right. Everything needed to make sense to you. I, I mean, doing? you, you, you just, but you were so, um, you were so mature for your age too. Uh, I think it was more so because of the mentality. You know, age mm-hmm. has nothing to do with anything. It's all mentality. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. So mm-hmm. I feel as if once you make your mind up with anything you want to do, you, you're going to do it. Yeah. Regardless, that's it. it's not about the money. It's not about, oh, ooh, this person is doing it or it's already so many people. When you make up your mind of what you want to do, you're going to do it. Exactly. You're going to do it. <laughs> you're going to do it. And look at you. You're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to get into how long have you been doing here? You mean like license wise or even before that? Even before that. Girl, I've been doing here since. When have I been doing here? I've been doing here since. Because I was even doing here in high school. I was doing high school clients where it's like even people (laughs) I went to high school with, they come and be like. Damn jazz. I remember you was doing our hair in your mama's, your mama's house. Like that kitchen upstairs. special. Right. <laughs> so I was probably like 
I've been doing hair since 2013. So it's 2021 right now. So that's about eight years, seven, yeah, seven, about- eight years. Yeah. Yeah, girl. I was doing hair in my mom's house and, you know, I was having people come over and staying up late, mm-hmm. staying up late with, with, with classmates and, you know, just doing it. Doing sewings for fifty dollars, right? Getting your presses. money, right? Doing doing little silk presses for about maybe forty five <laughs> here and there, you know, just trying to collect the money. But I can honestly say what made me start doing hair was you remember those brass dolls, those mm-hmm. big fat head brass dolls, girl. My mom With the, just the shoulder up, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know girl. exactly my what you're talking about. Buy, <laughs> my mama used to buy me those brass dolls, girl, mm-hmm. and I would break their hair. I would braid yeah. their hair. I would braid it, and then I would take it out, and then I would braid my own hair, and then it just kept so, going from there. Did it start from like a necessity because you wanted to make sure you were cute, or when you were doing it, did you already know like I'm doing? Pe- I'm you know I'm gonna be a hairstylist. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, it was more so for me to be cute, you know. With my mother, like I said, she was 18 when she had me, and mm-hmm. then she also had my two sisters after she got remarried and then they got divorced. So my mom was a single mother. You know, I seen her do it, seen her do it. Anything my mom put her mind to, she do it, but she did it by herself. So mm-hmm. some of those times she did have to cut corners to make sure that we were okay. And that meant maybe I wasn't able to get my hair done. So mm-hmm. guess who had to figure out how to do their own silk press and do their hair? Yeah. Me. You know what I'm saying? So I feel as if with me you know taking the initiative to make my own decision in my mind like hey i'm gonna do my hair regardless as to how it comes out i have to do my hair to be cute i gotta do my hair to be cute when i go to school on monday Mm -hmm. regardless as to how it looked i still was gonna try and that's realistically what it was i wanted to be cute but then those times that we did go to the hair salon girl i loved it Mm -hmm. being around a whole bunch of different women getting pretty you know, they talking shit. Then they, they talk about so much stuff. Yeah. Talking, shit, talking that cash money shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga. <laughs> but then you got the, the girls that you meet that, you know, you're having fun with. Mm-hmm. But then on top of it, too, when the fruit man come in, you know, you eating. Yeah. Some, somebody coming in, showcasing purses. And oh, stuff. Oh, like, it was it was exactly it was the energy in the salon that made me be like okay this is a fun place where you mm-hmm. get cute I could I could do this you know what I'm saying and I feel as if as I got older I already knew what I wanted to do I mm-hmm. know what I wanted to do so I think being in the salon early on and just seeing the energy of the salon that's what made me feel comfortable with it and then me being like okay I can do this yeah oh that's so cute yep so without um throughout your years of doing hair it could be either in the beginning the middle have you ever had like any moments of like self-doubt like "Mm, like I wanted to hit like I really wish that you know I could do this better or anybody like this yeah absolutely and I can be honest with you so I actually had a rough point in my life when my aunt passed away. I think we, you know, we talked about this. My aunt passed away in 2016. Mm -hmm. Passed away in 2016. That was a very, 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 very hard year for me in 2016. However, it was a beautiful year for me as well. It was both. Yeah. It was both. I learned who was good for me. I learned who was bad for me. Mm -hmm. I learned, you know, 
good relationships, bad relationships, mm-hmm. situationships that needed to go. Mm-hmm. The places I needed to be, poo. Preach, okay. preach. Hey, but I was calling people the best. This ain't no shade. This ain't none of that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In 2016, when my aunt passed away, I was really in a in a space, girl. I was in a space where, you know, um, I knew what I wanted to do. However, I feel like with that death being so very hard and vital for me. And she was a cancer woman. She was a cancer woman. So she was very, very strong. She was very, very strong through her fight where she was in the hospital. Then she was out the hospital. She was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. She was out the hospital. And that was affecting me big time because I was 21. Yeah, I was 21. And that was one of the hardest deaths that I had ever experienced because she always made it seem as if she was going to be okay. Yeah. However, God in the universe had a different purpose for her. Right. And I will never forget um, in 2016, this is before I started working with Razor Chick of Atlanta, before I got hired. Mm-hmm. And I was going through a lot of things personally, you know, just being around the wrong crowd of people and mm-hmm. feeling like, you know, oh, they have my best interests. Oh, you know, we... And not everybody want to see you succeed. Some not people really. have some people have the crab in the barrel mentality. They want to see you do good, but but not, not as much better than them. Not mm-hmm. better than them. And you know, I was, you know, holding on to a comfort. I was holding on to a comfort. And I remember a situation had happened with someone that, you know, it could have it could have been taken differently. Mm-hmm. However, you know, people express themselves how they choose to, but I choose to move how I want to. And with that being said, I was really down and depressed because of my environment where I was going to stop doing hair. I remember oh, no. I was going to stop. I remember I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to do this no more. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore because the situation had happened with this client that could have been handled differently. Mm-hmm. But however, since it didn't happen that way. You know, it was, and honestly, it was an old acquaintance. I wouldn't really necessarily call her a friend. She was an acquaintance. Right. And um, a situation had happened with her hair. And instead of coming to me, she let a family member do something with her hair with me not even knowing what had happened and blaming yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, right, right, just right, 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 girl. Right. It was just so, girl. It, which it, is common, though. Which is very common. You know, I did it, but yet yeah, you had somebody try and help you out with that. But I don't even know what necessarily had happened. And girl, I, I just remember my mentality at that point. Like, oh, I don't want to do here no more. I don't want to do this <laughs> no more. And the crazy thing about it is she was an acquaintance from a best friend that I had had. But uh-huh. me and them are no longer acquaintances. either. Yeah. And this best friend knew we used to girl sit up, you know, we used to sit up, you know, talk late at night, like, oh, girl, I want to open this suite. I'm going to open this suite. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But guess what? You know, that happened. I felt as if like, you know what? I don't even want to do hair no more, blah, 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 blah. But I kept going, girl. I was going to ask. So how did you get through that? So when I was working at... So I was working at Razor Chick of Atlanta at that mm-hmm. time. I was working at Razor Chick of Atlanta and I was an assistant. And I was like, I don't want to do hair no more. Here it is. I'm working for this lady. She making all this money and I'm her assistant. But here it is. I'm doing this and I'm just feeling like, oh, you know, I'm an ass- I-, I was an assistant mentality. Like, this is where I'm going to stay at. I'm going to mm-hmm. stay being an assistant. I'm going to stay being an assistant and I'm not going to be able to fulfill my purpose of being a hairdresser. 
So girl, dropped them friends after all that negativity, mm-hmm. then kept working with Razor Chick of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That was the year of 2016. My first day working at Cafe Circle was New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I saw how, that. yep. And I saw <laughs> how much money I had made on mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. And I was like, oh, I made this in a night. I made this in a week with her. If I made this in a night, oh, so, so two plus two equals four and y'all two got to go this job i remember that summer that summer when i you were really on a mission you was like i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get this studio i'm I'm getting this money you was putting the money together i knew it and i just was like oh yeah she on a whole nother mentality i was just there to have fun and get some money (laughs) but no i was there to have fun with y'all too i was there to have fun with y'all too but you know me um you know i don't get too close with females to stuff like i like you i like you you know i'll help Mm -hmm. you out but you know we were in a club mentality where everybody was for themselves yep and it was selfish you know where we was working they didn't necessarily girl we we Uh could go all day about how the mentality of the club was but i will never forget before my aunt passed away that year she actually wanted me to actually take a class with razor chick with razor chick she was going to pay for me to take a class at razor mm. chick i ended up getting hired, hired with razor chick i remember i had put in an application and um she she called me i remember i was having a really bad day that day i had got some bad news because i was dealing with this guy you know didn't have the best interest in me and i got some really bad news that day your razor chick called me she was like, you want to, you want to, um, you still up for the position? I'm like, hell yeah, <laughs> All for it, all for it, I'm all for it. And at that time where I was living at Girl Racing Chick Salon was only 10 minutes away from where I live. Oh, it was perfect. Versus my first salon job, I was living on the east side and it was in Buckhead. So I was mm-hmm. driving maybe an hour just to get to get, work yeah. versus... When Razor Chick called me that day, girl, only 10 minutes away. So when my aunt, she spoke the life. She spoke the life into Pixies and Unicorns. She did. She wanted me to take a class with Razor Chick, and I'll never forget. She told me before she passed away, she was like, you need to go to a club. She, she wanted me to work at Onyx. She mm. wanted me to work at Onyx. She was like, where the money at? Where the, where money, the money at? She was, like, oh. she was like, oh, you need to go up to a strip club. She was like, you need to go up to a strip club. You're pretty. Go make that money. Get in there and get out. I worked at Onyx one night and I did not like that shit. I did not like that shit because, you know, the credit card and the ID thing, that didn't make mm-hmm. sense to me back then versus when at Circa, it, it mm-hmm. made sense because, you know, it, I was in that that field already where they trained us a little bit more at Circa versus at Onyx. They kind of just yeah. threw you out there. Yeah. So, girl, even though I didn't work at Onyx, I, got, I had that job at Circa and that was my mentality when I was there with y'all. Get in, get out. Ooh, the money was beautiful. <laughs> the money was beautiful. Okay. I paid for school one of those years too. I was like, girl, yeah. I started that business them, them years. I saved my money. Yeah. You know, I, I, and it's crazy because Tiffany, if you talk, she was like, y'all thought I was, I was so terrible, but I had y'all working them doubles for a reason. I know. Tiffany, girl, I'm Tiffany sorry. If she watched this, Tiffany, I'm sorry. You know, right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, she'd be like, yeah, y'all had so much shit to say about me, but I hope I helped y'all get that money though. She did, she so did. I salute to her. I salute to Tiffany. I salute to yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, she was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, Tiffany was off oh, girl, you know that's my ace. Well, and she had cancer too. Yeah, that's I my know. Ace so yeah. <laughs> so speaking of you getting your money, 
We're going to keep this timeline going. You gave okay. me money to get the hair studio. What would you say was like the biggest hurdle or like what's the skill that you needed to develop when you ended up getting into the space? So now you got the space. Did you mm-hmm. learn something new? Like, damn, it's not as easy as I thought. Or now I got to manage my money a certain type of way. Oh, like- yes. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Money, money management. Money management is very, very vital into having a business because you can spend money frugally without even realizing it. You can buy an extra hair dryer. You can buy an extra blow dryer. And me personally, when I go into beauty supply stores, it's like a candy store for me. Right. I'll see a flat iron and be like, oh my gosh, I need this flat iron. Oh, and it does the same exact thing that my flat iron is at home already. <laughs> so I want to say money management is most definitely a big part of having your business. Money management and also not bringing your personal issues into the business as well too. That's true. Um, and what else could I personally say? It's also with experience. You, I mean, you're going to learn with experience, but money management, that was the biggest key for me, like keeping my money separate from the personal account, from the business account. Oh, yeah. Um, another thing, too, paying the IRS on time. That's that's another thing as well, too. Paying the Don't IRS talk to me and about making, that. Sure, making sure that you have your paperwork with your business. You can have the business, but if it ain't registered in E-Corps and the Secretary of State, you ain't got no business. I'm sorry. That's true. But you need to make sure that you are registered with your business, that the paperwork and the money, making sure you pay your fees, making sure you pay your licenses. That was a big aha moment for me because the IRS is going to want they cut. They yeah, definitely. Want they cut. And they watch yeah. Oh, they watching. They watching big time. So... Absolutely. What would you say for someone that's still trying to build their network? Um, is it like word of mouth that works best for you? Do you feel like your Instagram page has done um, like a great deal of help for you with marketing or what kind of hustle do it take to build that network? Honestly, I would say you're, you're right with Instagram. Instagram is, I would say Instagram is good. However, you are your walking billboard. You are. You're your own walking billboard. So with me as a hairdresser, even though I have to tell myself sometimes with this, make sure your hair is done. Make sure you're presentable. You know what I'm saying? Even though I be so busy doing everybody else's hair, making everybody else feel beautiful. You also got to, you know, take that in with yourself, making sure how am I going to say, oh, yeah, I'm a hairdresser, but then my hair looking crazy. But the good thing that I do have is my Instagram as my portfolio. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking up, you are your walking billboard, your mouth, a closed mouth don't get fed. Nobody's not going to know nothing unless you don't open up your mouth. And like you said, word of mouth, too. Word of mouth is very, 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 very good. It's not what you know. Sometimes it's who you know, too. Definitely. Yes, I, I think that's the best advice you can give to some a part time um, <laughs> people, if that makes sense. <laughs> and that doesn't work right. if you have your own business. You have to be full time. So I'm about to round it up a little bit. This is my okay. favorite part. It's my reflection moment. What mm-hmm. is the advice that you would give to your 18 year old self post graduation? You know what, India. Honestly, I did what the fuck I wanted to do when I was 18. <laughs> no, for real. Like, no jokes aside. I don't think I told, I don't think we ever had this discussion when we worked together. But when I graduated high school, my family actually wanted me to go to school for nursing. They mm-hmm. wanted me to go to Georgia State. I wasn't doing it. My family don't come for money. 
We don't. That's the realization of it. We don't come for money. And with us not coming back for money, I mean, coming for money, that means I would have had to pay those loans that are going in my name out of my own yeah, pocket. Yeah. So you mean to tell me I'm paying these loans back and you trying to tell me how I should go to school? That No, that's that's not going to work for Jasmine Lachey Davis. That's just not going to work for me. So I ended up going to hair school. I did exactly what I wanted to do that summer. That's beautiful. I, yeah, girl. No, I, I it's. Realistically, I had that mindset at the age of 18. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's what I did. My family wanted me to go to SCAD. And, you know, my grandparents wanted me to go to Georgia State because my grandmother, she was a doctor assistant at St. Joe's. And my grandfather worked for the post office. Mm -hmm. And he was also in the Army. So I come from a family of nine to five. I don't have any business owners in my family. I don't. Really but you do. <laughs> you are. But, I, but and, and with me being the oldest in my family, older sister, older cousin, I set the bar. I tell them all the time. By the time they graduate, I show them my credit score. They see that school is on there. After six months, this is what's going to go on your credit. So choose yeah, wisely. Definitely. Choose wisely. So honestly, I mean, the only thing I. My 18 year old self, I did what I wanted to do, girl. I, I hey. did. That's, That's beautiful. I, I realistically have to say, and I, I believe you I because, like I said, you were so young, and I was like, "This girl got her head on straight." Because I was just not there at that time of my age when I was there. I was just really exploring stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I was still exploring too. But I have to say, with my parents being young parents, and you know, not you—it's just learning from what their childhood was. That's realistically mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. So, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Instagram at Pixies and Unicorns mm-hmm. underscore. And you can also find, well, no, that's all I have. Yeah. Just, just Pixies. Okay. Pixies and Unicorns. Yeah. Just Pixies and Unicorns. Yes. <laughs> also, um, can they book through that as well if they wanted to have you as a hairstylist? They can book through Style Seed. So okay. through my Pixies and Unicorns um, Instagram, you can book through Style Seed on the book app. And it'll mm-hmm. also show my price list. And on my Instagram page, you can see all of my work. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I want to go over what I feel like I took away from what you did. Okay. Uh, basically, money management was important. Also, um, you kind of touched upon like dropping some people that didn't need to be there. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I'm big. You know we big on energy. Yeah, you know, we used to talk about all I'm this big stuff. Yeah, all energy. If you, you know, I catch it quick, fast, and in a hurry, and it yes. just takes one time. That's it. Bye bye. <laughs> you got to go, and and it ain't being no type of way. But those people, they they see, they see what's yeah. up. Hey y'all, hey, hey y'all, and hey like y'all, y'all said, what's up? Ain't no shade. I <laughs> still love y'all, but y'all just it's love at a distance. It's yeah. at a distance. Also, it's be your own walking billboard. Yes. <laughs> and I just really want to thank you for accepting this invitation. Thank you, babe. Thank you for inviting me. I'm Y'all really, so really happy to... and glad that you joined and did this. You brought too. a lot of insight. And like I you've been too. doing it for a while. So thank you, girl. You're still holding it down, as we could see in the background. Girl, <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to, trying to. So, <laughs> so I want to thank everyone for listening again to a trip to India podcast. Oh, you went away on the... Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold up.
If you have not done so already, please hit that subscribe button. Either you can listen to me on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Play, or you can watch me on YouTube. But please follow me at A Trip to India Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to learn anything specific, please email your concerns at askindy at a trip to India podcast.com. See y'all next time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>